0: Amen. Hello, and Merry Christmas. This is Amen Podcast, where we preach the good news of Jesus Christ and how it applies to everyday life. My name is Lokalani, your host, and today Alex is preaching about being healed. In the Bible, we see different types of spiritual healing, which is like spiritual healing, emotional healing, and throughout the Gospels we see a lot of physical healing, which we'll be getting into today. And so in this episode, Alex will be talking about what that means and why we need healing, why we can't get healing, and how to get healing by continuing our series in Matthew chapter 4, If this is your first time listening, last week we talked about being surrendered to God, and here are some of your responses. Allie EJ said, Surrender looks like in my life by giving God my thoughts and my time, leaving distractions behind to follow Him. I love that. We are so easily distracted. Shawnee said, not worrying about the things I have done or the things I would do in the future and making sure I surrender it all to God and let his will be done in my life. That's surrender from my point of view. Amen. Just like living in the here and now and allowing God to order our steps. I love that so much. If you'd like to be featured in one of our episodes, then please respond. And don't forget to rate and review the podcast so this message can reach more people. Okay, let's read Matthew chapter 4, verses 23 through 25. Now Jesus began to go all over Galilee, teaching in their synagogues, preaching the good news of the kingdom and healing every disease and sickness among the people. Then the news about him spread throughout Syria. So they brought to him all those who were afflicted, those suffering from various diseases and intense pains, the demon-possessed, the epileptics, and the paralytics, and he healed them. Large crowds followed him from Galilee, the Decapolis, Jerusalem, Judea, and beyond the Jordan.
1: It's Christmas time, and the virgin birth shows us how God Heals us. Why did Mary have to be a virgin in order to be the Messiah's mother? It's because our first parents, Adam and Eve, sinned in the garden. Mm. And sin is passed on through the man's seed. So Jesus was perfectly sinless and human and God, 100% God, at the same time. When the Bible says that Jesus is the only begotten Son of God, that word begotten means unique. Jesus has always existed. Mm. He was born in a human body, but he existed long before that. He even says uh, to the religious leaders that before Moses, I am. It means he always was and always will be and always is. The virgin birth shows us that God came to heal us in human form. He was going to be pierced for our transgressions. He was going to be uh, taking on our sin upon himself. Mm. And he was going to, through that, spiritually heal us. If he wasn't born of a virgin, he wouldn't have been the perfect sinless sacrifice, which means we would not have forgiveness of sins, which means we would have no hope of heaven and only have the hardship of hell mm. to be waiting for.
0: Mm.
1: Because of the virgin birth, God heals us. So, in this episode, we're talking about why we need healing, why we can't get healing, and how to get it, and what that looks like in our life. If you are struggling with something right now, something in your path, something in your past, mm. it's all gonna be. Cleared up with this episode. Hmm. So notice it says in verse 23 that Jesus came teaching, preaching, and healing. I want you to underline all three of those verbs teaching, preaching, and healing. It's because they all go together. Why we need healing? Because every time Jesus heals, he's also teaching and preaching. Now, I made up a word to help you understand this, and it's theo repeat. So there's therapy, and there's theorapy. theo repeat. Theo is the a prefix that means God. In verse 23, the word healing is where we get our word therapy from. It's a Greek word where we get our word therapy from. Why do we need healing? It's because when God heals us, he's performing the O-R-P. When Jesus goes through verse 24, and he's healing the suffering of people, the affliction of people, the various diseases, the intense pains, the demon-possessed, the epileptic epileptics the paralytics when all this is happening he's healing them but he's not doing it without teaching and preaching Hmm. the the gospel tells us that the main thing jesus came to do was to preach preaching means herald it's a it's a person coming proclaiming news about someone's kingdom who was the kingdom it was god's kingdom teaching means to instruct. So when he's healing them, he's instructing them on where to go and he's heralding something. Now, we need God's healing because his healing is therapy. The closest thing that help you understand what therapy is is parenting. When a parent is in your life, they're there to do what? to teach you on how to live life, to instruct you, but also to proclaim something to you.
0: Hmm.
1: They have an authority behind what they're teaching, uh, an authority behind their relationship with you. Let's look at why we can't get healing. We can't get healing because of therapy. So the world Attempts to heal without the teaching and the preaching. And it's because they can't do the preaching part. When you go to a therapist and they're telling you what's wrong with you and they're helping you come to a conclusion of what's wrong with you, they can only teach you. They can't preach to you. It's because in order for there to be preaching, you have to herald something. They aren't heralding anything. They're instructing you. This is why you're dealing with this. And this is connected to this. And that might be helpful, mm-hmm. but it won't fully heal you because mm-hmm. in order for you to be fully healed, you have to have the teaching and the preaching part. Here's, here's what I mean. Therapy is like parenting and only God can truly do that because God's a perfect parent. Yeah. Therapy is just like partnering with you. Mm. So when you go to a therapist, they're partnering with you, partnering with you on your journey to get healed. But in order for you to really be healed, what you really need healing from is your relationship with your parents. Your first parents, Adam and Eve, they brought sin into the world and your parents right now, whether they're dead or alive, they are not perfect. And so all of your pain, all of your hurt is coming from your relationship with your parents. And guess what? Because you're sinful, you respond poorly to your parents' bad parenting. You even respond poorly to your parents' good parenting. And one day when you have kids, guess what? You're not going to be a perfect parent either. So what we need therapy from, healing from, is this never-ending cycle of pain inflicted upon us from our parents. It just goes, ever since Adam and Eve, our first parents, it's been going from parent to parent, to parent to parent, to parent to parent, call it daddy issues, call it mommy issues, call it whatever it is that's connected to that. Even our, our culture's obsession with um, lust, it's coming from, of course, we always talk about daddy issues, mommy issues. I would even argue that for men, their obsession with lust comes from a hatred for women. Well, what do you mean, Alex? It sounds like these guys really like women. That's their problem. They'll, because of a hatred for women. Jesus says, if you have lust in your heart, you've committed adultery. You got to really not love your spouse to commit adultery. Lust is rooted in hatred. And what is the first woman in a man's life? Their mother. The, you know, Instagram promiscuous culture that uh, girls are tempted to fall into. Does that come from a love for men? No, it comes from a hate comes from a hatred of men. You want to control men by being promiscuous. It's this, uh, and what do we say? We call it daddy issues. So we need healing because we want that theorapy, that full healing, that parenting healing. We can't get healing because we choose therapy. Caffeine be my therapy. Money be my therapy. Clothes, cars be my therapy. Music be my therapy. Entertainment be my therapy. None of it's going to work, even if they have a PhD behind their name. So how do we get healing? It's through these three things, right? Teaching. True healing involves teaching because when you are truly submitting to the the teacher, Jesus, what's going to happen is you're going to be excommunicated from the religious crowd. When you truly follow Jesus, you'll find that even some quote unquote Christians or some religious people do not want anything to do with you. It's not going to make sense to you. You're going to be following Jesus and you're going to be realizing that, wow, a lot of these Christians that I thought were Christians looks like they're on the wide road and I'm on the narrow road. When you to truly get healing, you got to be following, following what Jesus is really teaching. Get in the word of God for yourself. Ask the Holy spirit to lead you and guide you in Jesus's words. You're going to find that what's popular in Christianity what's popular in the world does not fly with Jesus. If the majority is doing it, then God is not calling you to do it. Jesus didn't preach to us to obey the majority. He said, wide is the road to destruction to get healing. You have to be following what he's teaching and what he's teaching is going to cause you to be pulled away from the religious crowd. Jesus' half little brother, James, says that true religion is what? Taking care of the orphans and the widows. Hmm. Putting others before yourself. Why? Because you were an orphan. Not for good deeds, not for works, not for a pat on the back, an attaboy. You're the one that's the widow. You've lost your true husband. That's Jesus. You're the one that's an orphan. So we take care of them because we're the ones that have lost our true parent.
0: Mm Mm-hmm.
1: But to also get healing, we got we to get the preaching part. Healing, theoripi, involves teaching and preaching. Preaching, what happens when you submit to Jesus' preaching? You're going to get executed by the world. He says, if you want to follow me, take up your cross. Jesus is heralding the proclaiming of a kingdom. What he was saying was, there is a king coming, and he is here. The kingdom of God is at hand. God's kingdom is here. Will you submit to his kingdom, or are you going to stay in the world's kingdom? If you stay in the world's kingdom, the world's not going to execute you. If you come over to Jesus' kingdom, you're going to be executed by the world. You're going to have to die to the world. You're going to have to take up your cross. You're going to, stones are going to be flown at you. When Jesus is approached by the religious crowd and they're like, Jesus, this girl was caught in adultery. The Bible says we got to stone her. Jesus says, drop your stones because there's no one here without sin. When they dropped their stones, they were only dropping them for a moment. They were going to pick them up and throw them at Jesus because he, you know, they thought they said, we're going to even one up. We're going to crucify. That's better than the stones. If you submit to what Christ is preaching, the world's going to execute you. Maybe not physically, Some part of the world, this is actually happening. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: There's Christians, our brothers and sisters overseas, who are being executed because they submit to what Jesus preached. Mm -hmm. They've been excommunicated because they've submitted to what he taught. But the world is, in the least, to say it lightly, not going to like you, not going to vibe with you. Your views are going to go down. Your likes are going to go down if you submit to this. But to truly get healing, what else we got to do? What does it mean to be healed in these verses? It means to be exiled from the flesh. When a person with leprosy was with leprosy, they had to be exiled, removed completely from their community. Completely, if you're gonna be in need of God's healing, if you're gonna look for God's healing, That means you're going to be exiled. The people who think they're well, Jesus said, I came to heal the sick. Those who know they need a doctor, those who think they're all fine and dandy, they're not exiled. They're hanging out and partying inside the camp. But those who realize I need healing, I'm sick, what do they do? They remove themselves from the flesh. They remove themselves from the world and they go out in the wilderness and they pray for God to heal them. That's how we're called to live. Now, you might be thinking, Alex, this is too much for me. The teaching, excommunication from the religious crowd, the preaching, execution from the world, the healing, the exile from the flesh. That all sounds great. I want that, but that's really hard for me to do. I don't know how I'm going to get the power to do that. Jesus gave you the power when he switched with us. Because of what Jesus did, because of how he submitted to the Father's teaching, he was excommunicated till Calvary, to Golgotha's hill. He was shunned by the religious crowd they hated him from the moment he got on the scene they were like we got to figure out how to kill him because he submitted to the preaching of the kingdom the heralding of god's kingdom he was executed by the world there's never been a death more heinous than crucifixion you're basically drowning inside your own body but because he was so committed to the father's healing and the power of healing he was exiled He was made fun of. He was mocked. He switched place with us so we could have the power to truly be healed. And you might be thinking, okay, well, uh, I have this sickness. I have this, whatever. Because God's healing always involves teaching and preaching. You might be in a place where God doesn't heal you physically because whatever's happening physically with you is trying to teach you something about your heart. And to proclaim to you something about God. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying here? That's why God's therapy is not just therapy. It's theorapy. He might be saying, I'm letting you stay sick because I'm teaching and I'm preaching to you so that you're spiritually healed. None of us is getting to heaven without being fully spiritually healed. Yes. To be fully spiritually healed means to be completely sinless. This is why a Christian can get to the end of their life, get cancer, but be 110% completely spiritually healed. Because the real healing we need is spiritual. Yes. These bodies have to die. Mm-hmm. I don't care if you're in an amazing tip-top shape when you're 85 years old, and you can do more push-ups than me. None of that matters because it's once appointed unto man to die. And after that, the judgment. How? Are we going to face that judgment? Are we going to face it with full spiritual healing? Is the great physician is going to say, let's do your checkup. You're great. Come on in. Or is it going to be you're spiritually sick and you had a chance to be healed. Depart from me. For I never knew you. That day is coming. God wants for you full healing and so in whatever you're going through right now ask him before you ask him to heal you ask him god what are you teaching me in this mm-hmm. what are you preaching to me in this and see how jesus switched with us father thank you so much for your word how it um it doesn't just therapize, therapize us i don't know if that's a word but it Theo us, it, uh, it shows us, God, it, it gives us direction on how you're healing, not just the outside, but the inside. And we ask that you would do that for us through your word. In your name we pray. Amen.
0: Amen. This is a part of the episode called After the Amen, where we ask you a question to help you apply this message to your life. Our question today is, what do you want God to heal? what do you want God to heal? And I'll go first. I think Alex touched on it a little bit. Like, you know, we've been hurt by other Christians or, you know, past relationships or whatever it is. And we may have like moved on and, you know, tried to come at some sort of resolution or reconciliation with that person. But at times I find that I can still carry that hurt and like It causes me to have like a distrust, like for like new relationships, you know, friendships or whatever, um, because of like the ways I've been hurt in the past or yeah. And so I think that's something for me personally that I need to surrender to God and be completely healed from and know like he's going to take care of it. Even if another relationship causes hurt, even if someone does me wrong or our family wrong or something like that. I can still, I don't have to walk into it, um, with so much fear, but just do what God has called me to do, to be a light, to love on these people, to be, um, bold for the truth, but to love them, you know, and then allow God to do whatever he has to do through that. And so that's just something that comes to mind for me. Um, But I just and I love what you said, too, about um, why we can't get healing. And um, a lot of our hurt is stemmed from, you know, parents, whether it be your actual parents or just sin in general, which came through our like our first parents, Adam and Eve. But also just thinking like we could not get healing without Jesus, because we had no way to be reconciled with the Father, which is what we need, um, without Jesus's perfect sacrifice. Like There's just no way because God is so holy. And so I just think it is so beautiful that, of course, Jesus is always the answer in all of these things, whether it's healing, surrendering, um, just like our struggles with, like everything we find in the Bible is like made possible through Jesus because he was the lamb that was slain. He is the perfect sacrifice and he willingly did that on our behalf. And I just, I love that so much. And through that, through what he did, we can also be healed in our relationships here on earth or whatever things that we need to be healed from amen yeah
1: well said yeah I love I love that thanks for bringing that up because I forgot to talk forgot to talk about that with the preaching of um or I mean with the healing of our relationships cause that's a mm-hmm. big uh you know thing that we need healing from too so thank you for bringing that up hmm well we love you guys we can't wait to see and hear uh what was the question again
0: What do you want God to heal?
1: Mm, Yeah, can't wait to hear your responses. And uh, thank you guys for just keeping us encouraged. If you want to keep this podcast going, uh, you want to partner with us, AmenPodcast.com. We're completely funded by you guys. And so you keep these episodes uh, coming out and providing healing for people. And so we thank you for that. Mm -hmm. And we'll see you in the next one.
0: Yeah, until then, go out and be the church. Amen.